Hi there. Welcome to the First Right Podcast, the weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration Pack. I'm Doug Truax, founder and president of Restoration Pack. Today we are blessed to again have Lee Smith join us. Lee is one of the most insightful authors and journalists in America right now. He wrote an excellent book, The Plot Against the President, and has followed up with an equally great book, The Permanent Coup. Lee's first book was turned into a great documentary now available on Amazon Prime and other places, and nobody in America has a better insight on how all the pieces fit together, including the irregularities of the 2020 election, than Lee. So, Lee, it's really great to have you on. We're so happy you came back. Yeah, thanks so much for inviting me back. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. Uh, of course, it's not a uh, it's not necessarily a great moment for the country, not just for conservatives or Republicans, but I think that what we're going through right now is a very uh, it's a very serious trial countries undergoing. Yeah, it's, it's really a, a sad time. Uh, you know, your books, I mentioned last time you were on, your books really put everything together in, in, a, in a nice, coherent story that's, uh, you know, hard to read. I mentioned that last time. It was hard for me to get through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, we got this documentary out now, and mm-hmm. uh, you, we, there's a trailer out there. It's about three minutes long. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to put the trailer to okay. the documentary at the end of the podcast. But I, what I wanted to do real quick was, was yeah. uh, play this clip from, uh, it's in the documentary mm-hmm. from, and you're in it quite a bit too, but we've got a clip from uh, Don Jr. Uh, in, mm-hmm. in the trailer that kind of yeah. sums up what it's about. And we'll come back and talk about the documentary yeah. for a second. Great. They went into Congress. They said, there's nothing here, doesn't matter. We'll keep going with FISA, we'll keep going with the investigation, and more importantly, we will go on TV day in and day out and lie to the American people to their face, and nothing's going to happen to us. Yeah. Yeah, so there you have it. And that's uh, pretty much is what is happening right now. And, you know, you think about all the stuff that you've written about, um, yeah. all the shameful things that have happened, and now we're getting to a place where you know, there's going to be, it feels like some more is, is going to be gotten away with. And uh, it's, it's really yeah. troubling. So uh, put that together for us, all the stuff that you've known previously, what you're right. watching now, the, the fraud that the uh, Trump yeah. campaign is uncovering. Give us your thoughts on all that. Yeah, well, I should say, first of all, about the, about the film, the documentary. Thanks so much for showing it. Um, the, I mean, that film was uh, directed and produced by um, uh, Amanda Milius, who is a uh, really a wonderful filmmaker. Amanda also uh, served in the State Department, which she did a great job focusing on Trump administration policies regarding serious threats in the Middle East, namely Iran. So Amanda is just terrific. And, 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 and as many of your viewers may know, I mean, Amanda Milius, she's the daughter of, uh, of the great John Milius, director and, and uh, screenwriter, most famous for directing Red Dawn. Um, and that may be a movie that Americans, not the remake, I haven't even seen the remake, but the original, that may be a movie that's advisable for Americans to return to and uh, see, given the Biden team's relationship with the Chinese Communist Party, and being quite serious about this, see what it's like, and our own um, establishment, their relationship to the Chinese Communist Party I think it's, uh, I'm not saying that, of course, that we're going to be uh, uh, under military occupation, Mm -hmm. but I think that when you see these dangerous relationships with dangerous actors, I think it's very important. I I think it's a a major thing to look at. And frankly, that's one of the key things I I see in this election is, look, I mean, the, the election appears to me to be clearly a part of the coup that we've spoken about and that I've written about very often. You can't just look at, at what happened at the election 
in isolation. It needs to be understood in context. And here's the short context I see. I won't even go all the way back to Russia game. I'll just start with this. I'll start with the New York Post story about uh, number uh, a number of stories sourced to Hunter Biden's laptop, which are uh, which is providing evidence of Biden family corruption and relationships with corrupt foreign officials, most notably from the Chinese Communist Party as well as Ukraine. But of course, the press buried this, right? The the the, the press made sure that the other half of the country, those most inclined to uh, vote for Democrats, did not see this information. Basically, the whole thing was buried. The lights went out sometime in October. When the lights come back on again, the man who has these relationships to the Chinese Communist Party, he appears to be in the lead uh, of the presidential election. That that's how that's how I see it. How, how the information was manipulated, um, the, the the different things underneath that going on, what we saw. Look at other I I reported from the Middle East. Uh, I lived in the Middle East and reported from the Middle East for for more than a decade. I still write on the Middle East a lot. And I can tell you, I I, I was in Egypt during the 2010 uh, parliamentary elections, and uh the State Department and other foreign actors were outraged that the only election observers for that election, the only election observers allowed in were from then President Hosni Mubarak's party. So I can tell you from experience living in third world countries and reporting from third world countries what a third world election looks like. When you don't let in observers from the other party, right, when you throw them out, when you ban them, when you start covering up windows so that no one can look in. I mean, this is the definition of not being transparent, yeah, right? right? Really, what, 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 when you block out a window. So I, 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 I think that by, I think that just the contours of it look, uh, look extremely questionable. I, I, of course, the people who are digging up this information, who are finding important information, who are gathering affidavits, who are gathering, you know, first firsthand testimony. This is, you know, the, the, the president's lawyers, Rudolph Giuliani and, and Jenna Ellis and, and Sidney Powell is working on another channel. It seems to me they're putting together a tremendous amount of very, very important information. Whether this will be enough, whether this will be enough to reverse results of the election, I don't know whether this will even be enough to restore the confidence of American voters in the election. Again, that I don't know, but that's what I mean when I say that we're heading, uh, we're heading into a, I've said this, I've used this phrase many times, but heading into dark territory. Well, yeah. we're there yeah. at dark territory. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, you mentioned the word confidence. Uh, that's the that's the problem we're running into now. Uh, quick uh, side note too, with the uh, Hunter laptop piece, we actually had ran an ad in, in uh, Pennsylvania towards the end, uh, actually in Philadelphia, towards the end of the uh, cycle, and um, the ABC station in Philadelphia refused to run it. And right. uh, and then we got a, there was polling afterwards. I forget who did it. You may remember, but it basically said after the election, 4.6 percent of Biden voters, if they would have seen the Hunter story, they wouldn't have voted for him to begin with. So I've, I've, I've heard this. I absolutely terrible. believe it. It's I've terrible. Heard it. 
I absolutely believe it, and that's why they buried it, of course, yeah. so that people wouldn't ask questions about Joe Biden, yeah. right? Because yeah. that was a squeaky Joe Biden, moderate Joe Biden. As it turns out, Joe Biden's entire family, not entire, but Joe Biden's family, it's not just Hunter Biden, right? That's it was right. the family, that's including right. Joe Biden, that that's had right. these relationships. Yeah, that's right. And I think the China thing, you mentioned that too, uh, that's one piece that... Uh, we do talk about it, but we don't talk about it enough. Uh, you know, they're out to get us. They're out to rule the world. They're, they want to see us. They want to see us fall. And now we have a guy who might be our president is bought and paid for by him. It looks like from all the things right. that we've been watching. And it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very troubling. So um, but as far as the uh, the overturning of this apparent uh, Biden victory, though, yeah. you know, as the days go on, we see more and more. Um, you know, hundreds of thousands of ballots being trucked from right. New York to Pennsylvania. Uh, this guy, uh, Pitten, out in Arizona, he's like, no, these are all fraudulent. And so we just, yeah. one thing after another, and, um, you know, it's getting late, obviously. Uh, right. But what's your, what's your handicap on the whole thing right now in terms of actually getting it done? If we keep proceeding like we are in, in terms of uh, overturning the, uh, the apparent Joe Biden victory. I, I again, I, I really, I really don't know enough to. I just because the other thing is, you need to know enough about the different laws, state to state. You need to know. Also, we'd have to be able to. You have to be able to take uh, the temperature of local of, of different state authorities. I'll tell you one thing we talk about, but we talked about before we started was Attorney General William Barr on the different stuff that he said earlier this week about um, both about appointing a. A special counsel to continue the investigation to say a man John Durham but when William Barr said yesterday um, Tuesday when he said yeah we haven't seen any any evidence of voter of enough voter fraud that would overturn the election results right um, I spoke to different sources I'm writing about this I spoke to different sources who said that the DOJ has not been the DOJ has not seen the evidence they've not requested it the fbi have turned a lot of people away and there's apparently plenty of evidence the question is why did william barr say that this is a considered man this is a man who's been the head of the department of justice twice and here he's speaking to a press corps that's often been adversarial not only uh toward the president but toward uh mr barr himself so why is he going out and speaking to them and giving them headlines right that the that trump's attorney general himself says He's seen no evidence that would overturn the election results. I mean, what does that do to the president's legal team, to Rudolph Giuliani, to Jenna Ellis? What does it do for Sidney Powell? Because again, you have these different people in uh, in in local, uh, you know, or state legislatures. You have different courts. What do they say? They said, "Well, I'm now going to risk my reputation." Or I'm now going to bring fire on my own head, even though the president's attorney general says there's nothing there. So when you're asking me how I how I handicap it, I think there are lots of things that are leaning against uh, leaning against, I guess, what we'd call justice, a second uh, a second Trump term. There are a lot of things leaning against it, and um, and it's 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 very unfortunate that the attorney general appears to have lent his authority to this. Yeah, how about it? And I think that uh, where we're at in the country with this whole phrase law and order, 
and how far mm-hmm. we've uh, slid down this path of right. people getting away. We have a lot of corrupt government officials over time that just keep getting yeah. away with more and more and more. And you know right. what, what we don't have anymore is people in orange jumpsuits with handcuffs doing yeah. perp walks. Uh, that's right. where this needs to land. Otherwise, we just have situations which looks like now with the election, Right. They're basically pushing it as far as they possibly can to get whatever they want yeah. to get done. And the other thing I want to segue into here, and, yeah. and you've talked about it a lot, is establishment Republicans. And so yeah. then you so there is a purification process going on right now. You have a lot of Republicans that right out of the gate, you know, oh, it's fine. Let Biden win. And even right. though all this stuff is happening and all of us conservatives are freaking out and we're like, wait a minute, wait, hold on yeah. a second. You know, what's going on? No, 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 it's okay. You know, and, and yeah. what you mentioned about Barr, who I've liked quite a bit, but till now, yeah. then he does that. I'm like, all these Republicans that actually, when I watch them one by one, I'm not surprised that they're doing it. But one right. more time where they're like, yeah, you know, let's just move on. I got reelected. I right. got mine. So what? Right. Biden will do what he's going to do. So I think there's yeah. a purification process going on here, too, that we'll be able to watch over time over the next couple of years as it happens. I, I think so, too. Uh, when I reported the most recent book, The Permanent Coup, one of the things that I found that people around the country, I guess they're not talking. They're not talking about the 2024 race. They're not talking about how Nikki Haley looks or how Secretary of State Mike, Mike Pompeo looks. They're asking who's fighting for them. And the answer I got was that Donald Trump is fighting for them and Devin Nunes was fighting for them. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not I'm not a political insider, even though I, I live here uh, in the swamp. Right. I'm not a political insider. What, what I can. So, so I don't understand exactly the mechanisms of the Republican Party as such. But I think that you and I can look on the outside just by using our common sense and say, so what's happening here? They're t- telling millions and millions of Trump supporters, look, we don't know what to do. It's a little confusing. We'd like to fight for Donald Trump, but it's it's kind of a reach. We don't know what to do. We don't know maybe Joe Biden won. We just don't get it. But look, here's the real important thing. The real important thing is we need your votes to hold the Senate in Georgia. We need your support in 2022. And I, I, I just don't see it heading that way. Yeah. I see a lot of people saying, wait, you're so you're saying my vote for president. You don't know. You don't care. It's not that important. But what really matters is a couple Senate seats. And also, I, I, I know one thing for sure. Again, looking at the Middle East, I can tell you one thing. Looking at what the Obama administration did by handing the Iranians a nuclear uh, a nuclear bomb legalizing their nuclear weapons program in 2015. This was with a Republican Senate and a Republican House. I see Joe Biden in prospective Biden administration as an Obama third term. Believe me, they can get plenty of done, regardless of who holds the Senate. They can run the table on these guys, especially if these guys are looking over their shoulder, waiting to see what happens in 2022. So, yeah, yeah, I, I certainly think they are not being it's not even necessarily being responsive to the needs of, of Trump voters, of Trump supporters. It's not understanding the lay of the land and how this is likely even to hurt them. You'd think even for self-interest, they'd say, you know, we gotta get out there and fight now because if we let 75 million people go home empty-handed and angry, 
What do we got? Yeah. What are we going to tell them? What are we going to tell them in 2022? Yeah. Hey, go grassroots and join your local GOP. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah, that's right. And I, I couldn't agree with you more on that front. And I get so tired of there. There are some notable exceptions to this. Some some really good oh, folks yeah. out there. But I get so tired of elected Republicans getting on these talk shows and they basically start speaking like a a fundraising email. And it's just like getting the base fired up. Okay, what are you going to do? You're the one in the seat. You're the one that got elected. Why don't you go do something about it? And I think to your point, there's a lot of them are going to have to go on the record now. And we're all going to look back and be like, wow, there was fraud laying around on the ground everywhere. And you guys are like, well, let's start looking at, you know, let's talk about Georgia, which we're involved in Georgia right now. You know, it's important. We got to get that done. But you're absolutely right. It's like, why? You guys aren't going to do anything once you're in. And so it's a steady erosion of confidence in our own guys that are in right now. It's really it's really it's, sad. It's, it's reminiscent of the origin, the Russiagate at the beginning. You'll remember that Congressman Nunes was the only person pushing on this. Right, I mean, right. even though all of his colleagues trusted him, they saw what was going on. They didn't know. Maybe Trump is a Russian. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know this guy, Donald Trump. And, you know, and Congressman Nunes is out there. I mean, he's carrying the ball and there's no one behind it. Eventually, yeah. they gained, yeah. uh, eventually he gained enough uh, momentum. It's not that they distrusted him. They were just scared. I'll say one thing, though, while we are while we wonder about the future, what happens with Republicans going forward. We talked about the number of Trump supporters. I mean, to me, wow. I mean, first of all, those rallies and I'm then the number it. of people. I mean. This was one of the most, um, this is, it was historic. One of the most, uh, it was a, a friend called it the Church of America. You know, he's, he's, right. he, my, my friend was not being, you know, was not being sacrilegious or anything like that. He was just saying it was just this, mm-hmm. this, this general, I mean, the, the show of patriotism and love in politics was yeah. only a component, right? There was humor, there was camaraderie, yeah. there was, it was just, it's just a beautiful thing. So all of these people are moved mm-hmm. by that moment and they can't, they can't go home empty-handed, and That's they're right. not empty-handed. That's right. Because we've all seen this incredible love of country, and that's what I see happening over the next couple of years. Yeah. I don't know what happens to the Republican Party. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is seeing this enormous movement of people, as everyone has made the case, regardless of race, regardless of religion, regar- regardless of age, regardless of anything. Men, women, uh, you know, they're all out there showing this love of country. Yeah, that that is that's a a blessed thing. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, it really. And that is. can't be allowed to fade. No, right. That's I, I, that's the thing. That's right. And I don't I don't think that it is. And, you know, to end to end our session here on a high point, I, I really am thankful for the fact that this alleged blue wave didn't happen. In fact, we got a red wave across the country, which points to the fact that that was real. All the stuff you're talking about, the Trump rallies and people coming out and it's a conservative country still. And what's happening is the backlash is still building. You know, you talk about what's going to happen to the Republican Party. Well, this is where the problem comes in for the folks that are kind of acting like, you know, they like D.C. and the establishment, and all that stuff. Everybody else in the rest of the country is waiting for them to do something. And uh, Trump right. was the one guy pushing it. And so, yeah, I w- I'm very optimistic about that as well, about the future. So, I mean, there's just I, I, I see people just sort of getting back to not I'm talking about not talking about grassroots politics. But I'm not saying that people want to be detached from politics. I think that people are going to go back to the sources, right? 
this is a <clears throat> this is a country uh, country founded on faith in God, yeah. right? Where people where people believe important things about their lives, about their families, about their community, about their country, about the symbols of our country, about the history of our country. And what have we seen? We've seen a campaign of desecration attacking that, right? Everything from the riots going on through the spring. Uh, I mean, I mean, the attacks on Donald Trump, the attacks on Donald Trump supporters. It really, it's, it's, it was just disgusting. A campaign of desecration, and nonetheless, violent, vicious, bloody. But nonetheless, the Trump supporters come out there with smiles, mm-hmm. waving flags celebrating the country yeah not just Donald Trump celebrating each other that yeah. is that is a real fort yeah that it is love of country America's center of gravity right that's right now. that's right Beautiful. love of country for sure so one last thing I want to ask you about before I let you go so uh, Fox News you know they're not yeah. even covering the uh, hearings uh, legislative hearings in Pennsylvania and Arizona and Michigan uh, they kind of seem like they're becoming part of the resistance overall, yeah. which is a real shame. So what's your take on the future of conservative news? Uh, I mean, obviously, there's I mean, you know, we've all seen the 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 the, the boost that Newsmax has gotten. I haven't followed One America. We don't get it here in Washington. I'm not sure. So, But I, I haven't seen their ratings, but I, we've certainly seen Newsmax rating, uh, Newsmax's ratings jump. So yeah, I mean, there's certainly an appetite for conservative news. I'm writing now for a for a publication. I'm writing a lot for a publication called Epoch Times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they consider themselves conservative, but they're certainly truthful. picking up a huge chunk. Truthful, yeah. that's a good yeah. way to put it. <laughs> picking up a large chunk of stuff that yeah. uh, you know the mainstream presses presses ignoring. So I think that there is a look. We need real information. We need real media. That's what you're doing. I mean that that's what you know that that, that that's what uh, what this broadcast is a part of so yeah. conservatives need it all american needs it very important news and just because unfortunately it looks like it looks like we've lost an important um, an important component of communications how we communicate with each other again that's something that i'm i'm very optimistic about people will uh, not only consume that information that media and that news, but people will produce it as well. Yeah, for sure. Well, people are going to be drawn to the truth. They always have been. Uh, that's why your books were so yeah. successful. That's why the documentary is going to be successful yeah. for sure. Uh, thanks for all you do. And I Thank really you. appreciate you coming on and, and hang in there. Yeah, you too. Uh, America wins in the end. Yeah, that's right. Amen. That's Amen. how I see That's right. Thanks, Lee. Thank you. Well, all right. That's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget, working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. So until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. But you can make a whole movie on the Russiagate hoax. It's all documented. There was an illusion being created using the most awesome tools and the greatest tricks that the American intelligence community had learned to use against our enemies. Now it was being deployed against the American people and our president. This is the biggest political scandal in modern history, which makes Watergate look like a a tiff. The FBI director has no credibility. The left used to not trust the FBI, and now they love them. If this can happen to General Michael T. Flynn, imagine what they do to anybody who has a single strike against them. 35 Russian diplomats in the U.S. expelled. The prosecution of General Flynn wasn't a pursuit of criminal activity. It was a setup. 
Flynn actually had details. So he was talking about going after people's budgets. They were terrified. Media didn't start as neutral. Media hasn't been neutral all its life. The two faces of Hillary Clinton are coming out. The fact through WikiLeaks that she says one thing uh, and Oh no. They worked hand in glove with Comey to try to delegitimize Trump. They were not there to tell the truth. A political dirty trick is being carried out by our intelligence community. Honestly, none of us really know, sort of holistically, what to think about this dossier. They went into Congress. They said, there's nothing here. Doesn't matter. We'll keep going with FISA. We'll keep going with the investigation. And more importantly, we will go on TV day in and day out and lie to the American people to their face. And nothing's going to happen to us. The nation and all of our freedoms hang by a thread. And the military apparatus of this country is about to be handed over to scum. Or beholden to scum. Russian scum. We had not one person claim that they had or had seen evidence of Trump colluding with the Russians. Devin Nunes was the hero in the forest. He was alone, he was mocked, he was attacked. Devin Nunes was subject to such scorn for saying the conclusions that we brought forth in that report, which all proved to be true. Russiagate was a false story. To target their political opposition, to carry out their insurance policies. I believe that this is a conspiracy. These guys have perpetrated the greatest crime against the American people ever seen. It was a coup d'etat. This is how sick and twisted these people are. I recently confirmed that on numerous occasions, the intelligence community incidentally collected information about U.S citizens involved in the Trump transition. It was shocking to see some of the overclassification that was done to hide either corruption or abuse of authority and just to make sure certain agencies didn't look bad. We have a peaceful transition of power process. That's not what happened. There were more meetings, there were more leaks, there were more attacks. The thing that they were investigating the Trump campaign for is what they themselves were doing, not just the Democratic Party and their operatives, but also the FBI. If I were writing about the time frame that we lived in and that we're living in now, I would say it wasn't supposed to happen. They weren't supposed to know. The entire time this was going on, they thought this was going to be what sunk the Donald Trump presidency. And they were just looking for the golden goose and they still haven't found it because it doesn't exist. First Right, a new kind of news summary without liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe now at restorationofamerica.com slash firstright or text firstright to 1-312-820-9167.